1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions.
2: All right, game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Marantz, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. IHeart Radio. And I think about 15 or 16 other uh, platforms. We appreciate all of uh, you tuning in. Those of you uh, that aren't uh, tuning in. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart is here. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadu will step up and in a little bit uh, later on. We'll run the gauntlet. A lot of stuff going on in the sports world. We're already into week four. Hard to believe. But after this Sunday, 25%, a quarter of the National Football League regular season, will already be done american league uh, playoff picture in uh, major league baseball has been uh, pretty much settled we don't know about the home field uh, with the yankees and athletics but we know that uh, the um, the uh, the astros are going to be uh, throwing it down with the cleveland indians so the winner of the athletics and the yankees uh, wild card game will play the boston red sox so man if it's the yankees and red sox that's going to be uh, pretty pretty crazy and pretty off the hook at Oakland's a pretty dangerous baseball team right now. National League will break this down. Uh, some big games in the National League uh, tonight in the Central and in the West. And, of course, Cam Stewart's fired up uh, for the Ryder Cup, which is uh, right around the corner, Cam. You got it, buddy. Yeah, I got a baseball
3: lineup too. Uh, the Baltimore-Boston game postponed tonight, uh, Morency. Crazy stuff at the Yankees game, uh, sorry, at the Blue Jay game last night. uh, I was out with our buddy uh, Griff, the reporter for the Toronto Blue Jays, and we were just talking about, uh, you know, the Roberto Asuna situation. Actually, he had a court date uh, probably as we're doing this radio show right now in Toronto. We'll see what happens there with the Houston Astros. They held on to beat the Jays last night. And, uh, yeah, the playoff pitcher is going to be interesting. I, I, I love stories like Oakland. I know the movie Moneyball kind of pissed me off. They didn't really talk about the pitching they had with Zito, Mulder, and Hudson, who were three of the best pitchers ever. They're just talking about the guys they picked up off the scrap heap, like Scott Hatterberg. But when you have the best three aces in, in baseball, that's going to help you win a lot of games as well. But, uh, no, it's awesome. Major League Baseball playoffs is kind of—it's kind of like hockey. It's one of those things. Like the regular season, you go man, man. There's, there's, there's times you get bored, but when the playoffs start, buddy, October magic—it's the best.
2: Yeah, I haven't paid much attention to baseball over the last uh, three, three weeks uh, or so, just because of uh, the fact that uh, we're in football mode right now. But yeah, the baseball, baseball playoffs are always great. It's wide open this year. Oh, uh, sooner that's not going to be a problem. The Chargers were were, were drawn and dropped. Yeah. So uh, as soon not going to have any. Uh, the, the Astros aren't no no legal concerns, for for the Houston Astros. Their concern is going to be taken on, pretty good uh, Cleveland Indian team. Yeah. That's the thing with baseball. You can win as many games. It doesn't really matter how many games you win in the regular season because in football it does. In football, you know you get home field advantage for the most part. Teams with home field advantage make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, in the NFL. Yeah. You only have to win two games. It's not that difficult. You know, you win you win two games at home, you're going to the Super Bowl. So that's why it pays to have the best record. In baseball, eh, you get a home field advantage, but it's not like you it's not like you get a free pass. You know, look like the, the Houston Astros, they had a great year. They played a Cleveland yeah. Indians. Same thing with the Indians win their division. They get stuck with the Astros and the Yankees or the A's are going to get deal with uh, with the Red Sox. It's the same thing in the National League. You know, that's what makes the the baseball playoff so cool. You you know you've got to compete. You got to beat some good baseball teams to win a World Series. It's like football, football. You know, I, you know I've always said the Super Bowl. I, I give credit to a Super Bowl winner, but it's not necessarily the best team all the time that wins. Like you get home field because of a schedule or because of circumstances, or because of injuries. You know, you you only got to win two games. And, hell, you look at the CFL, you only got to win one game. You win your division, you just got to win one game, and you go to the Great Cup. That's how you want to roll. Uh, The best of the CFL is, like, we actually pegged it
3: last year. We looked at the board when we were doing uh – you know, red heat and rage when it, was, when it was like an hour game before we went to three. And what was the first thing we said? We're like, wow, we get the Argos at six to one. And like we talked about it for like a week of shows and then we go and then they end up actually doing it. They actually, as crazy as it sounds they get a home game against Saskatchewan, they win and then, oh my God, and then a crazy uh, turnover uh, near the end of the Grey Cup and boom, they take it back all the way and win at six to one with, with very minimal teams. So yeah, it's one of those things we are, we're on top of it. We didn't pull the trigger, but uh, I know you're, you're saying as always, don't look good in the past. We we, we got to move on. But uh, we really nailed that uh, football game last night too, Marantz. It was a real pleasure watching that game. And almost hit the exact score too. It was just uh, fantastic. Uh, the Bucks started to come back a little bit late. But Fitzmagic's turnovers early really, really helped us with Pittsburgh and the over in that game. Great. It was a really
2: entertaining game. Yeah, you know what? We did well. Um, yeah, you nailed the, the, the final score. The game pretty much went exactly the way we thought it was going to go. I said whoever would have the ball last would win. It would be one of those type of higher scoring games and it was. I'm frustrated I didn't put a little bit bigger units on it but um our props fell short. Antonio yeah. Brown once again. And Antonio Brown's great and you know he scored that touchdown early but Antonio Brown's just not putting up these monster numbers and it's like on a weekly basis it's happened now. As far as you know, yeah, he had nine catches in both the games but you know the fantasy points, the the over the top production's not there. Targeted nine times, six six catches, fifty yards. He had the touchdown, but basically finishes with like eleven fantasy points. You know the 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 Steeler offense is pretty uh, diversified now. Yes, I mean you look. I mean look, the fact of the matter is, Smith Schuster actually had more catches. He had nine yeah, receptions right and one hundred and sixteen yards. Great call, Morenci. And Vance McDonald, the former tight end for the 49ers, fit in really well. We talked about
3: Jesse James. Nice stiff arm there. He was a he was a major target in that game. I really like that guy, too. I always thought he's been a good player, man. Showed some athleticism. And you said it. Juju Smith-Schuster, when I look at the props, he's always a lot under. Me and Griff actually talked about it. I go, let's throw some down on Juju Smith-Schuster because I think he's going to have a good game, too. But great point by you about Brown. Now he doesn't have to be the main guy. They spread it around, and Connor did his thing as well. The Pittsburgh Steelers got a lot of guys that can beat you in fantasy, and that makes it
2: tough to focus in on one guy. It was actually the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that brought it once again to fantasy last night. Ryan Fitzpatrick throws for 400-plus yards once again. It's the uh, the third consecutive football game uh, that he's done so. I guess, though, if you throw the football 50 times. Exactly. <laughs> That's all they do now. You should have yards. That's all they do, Marendi. I'm
4: looking
3: at their offense. Here we go again. They step back and chuck it. That's the thing. It's... Uh, and as for the refereeing, like, uh, God, we talked about this shit before, but th- this quarterback crap, it's it, it's out of control now. Like, it's so out of control. I don't even know what a defensive guy can do. Like, hey, if you want to play two-hand touch, you want to play flag football, be my guest. Like, uh, I don't know what these guys want to do. Like, a quarterback's there. He's there to be hit. So uh, let's not wussify the game too much. I know we try to protect
2: everybody, but it's still a, a sport of, uh, you know, physicality and a uh, little bit of violence. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand a lot of these bad calls. There's a difference, too. I was for the. I didn't have a problem with the um, don't lower your head stuff. Yeah. Yet the players don't lower their head, then don't call them for just making textbook tackles. <laughs> exactly. This, this new, this new. Oh, he was trying to drive him into the ground. I don't know. They don't seem to like Clay Matthews very much. I'll tell you that. No, they don't. But they this don't. this new. Oh, you tried to drive him into the ground stuff. I get it if you. It's If it's really, really visible and, you know, you're really trying to kill the dude and you really, really throw him down, but I really don't even get that. I mean, like you said, that's the actual, that's part of the sport. Sometimes you're going to get driven into the ground. That's what tackling, that's what being tackled is. And I I don't see how you can start judging this stuff. So if a guy dives at the quarterback and nice tackle and the quarterback, you know, he hits him pretty hard. Is he driving him into the ground because he tackled him? I mean, to me they that they, they've really screwed this up. Now, I'm lucky. Yep. It's you know, I'm lucky because I haven't been screwed. Like I haven't yep. been watching a game and it hasn't happened to me where I'm like, "Oh, I lost my bet because of that." So, I really haven't been outraged yet by it, but um it is ridiculous. And if I'm a Green Bay Packers fan or I'm the Green Bay Packers as a whole, I'm getting pretty sick of it as well. It's happening on a weekly basis now where Clay Matthews is just making a football play, and he's getting penalized for it. Big Ben flops last night. You know, it's up to the refs. And I think the, I think the league has probably told the refs so much to watch this stuff. And you notice there's a lot of new refs in the league now. Yep. So, and, you know, the refs are going to do what Goodell tells them to do. But they've gone way too far. I mean, it's one thing. Call people for using their head and targeting. But stop calling people for just slamming a quarterback into the turf. It's ridiculous. It is, buddy, and that's the thing.
3: Like, and, and what do you want me to do? You're the quarterback. I'm coming at you, Morantzi. I sack you. Yeah, I'm gonna lay on you for a bit. Like, oh, he used his weight. He used his weight again. What, what do you want the guy to do? Like, not, not get. That's what you're supposed to do. You're taught that. It's just, it's crazy. And I just, yeah, they, you brought up a great point. They've gone too far. I don't even know how you rewind from this and get it back to being a more physical game. But uh, hey, that's something uh, that Roger Goodell and uh, the referees can figure out. But uh, and I'm with you. I don't even like the. I don't even like the Packers. But Clay Matthews has been a scapegoat in this. The guy's playing, he made some great football plays, and they're all over this guy. It's like, what has he done? I remember at the end of the game versus Alex Smith, he didn't want to push him out of bounds, Gabe, because he's afraid he was going to get a penalty for that. The guy's like, now he's got to play almost scared, you know, because every time he touches somebody, he gets a penalty. It's stupid.
2: They'll tweak it. Yeah, I will get so. tweaked. But look, what are you, you drinking? The refresher, uh, uh, Ginger Ale. Oh,
3: nice, can- nice Canada Dry, nice and yeah. Just in stereo there. I just heard it open. I was like, "Yeah, it's a ni-
2: nice commercial there." It uh, sounds good. It's like it's like the NBA. Whenever there's a new rule, if you notice, no players are really getting penalized all that much for for using their head anymore. No, like all the all the bitching about it, whatever. They lasted a week. Players are they, you can adjust, right? You can. All oh, these guys have been doing this their whole life. No, nah, no, nah. they, they, you can adjust. It's like if you're a professional at something. You know, and you're asked to do it slightly differently. Yes, it might take a couple of days or a week or so, but you know, that's that's not a major problem now. But the refs just are they 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 legitimately are out of control. And it'll be interesting to see, man, if that Viking that Viking uh Packer tie actually causes havoc with the standings at the end of the year too. Because really, to be honest, the Packers should have won that game. They should've but I wasn't watching a game and I didn't have a big play on either side really because of the uncertainty of the quarterback situation going into it, but the Packers should have won that game, right? So if they miss out by half a game or something, like I can understand their frustration. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy already gets lit up for you know what I mean. Like he's he's a guy that when people
3: attack, they always come up to him saying you know he's not a good coach. But in his in his defense for that game, yeah, they, there's not a penalty on that call. They win the game. I think we had money and the I had money on the Vikings money line. There it just turned out to be a push in that game anyway. Yeah, and then uh, the Vikings actually should have won the damn game when Carlson missed two kicks in, in in the overtime. It was crazy that Green Bay gave up. That's all a those good point points. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know to get, get to Carl-
2: overtime. You know, the big penalty late in the game, right? That That's what got it there, too. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't know. Mike McCarthy, who said people say Mike McCarthy isn't a good coach, he really isn't that good of a coach. No. That's the thing. Like, he's okay. You know, you can't say that the guy can't coach because he's been there a long time. He's been very successful. He's won a lot of football games. Yet he's made a lot of weird decisions in games as well along the way. I think he's a good coach. He's not a great coach, though. Like, you know, like... For a guy that's been around for, he like, he has, he's not really considered in that top tier. He's sort of like that second tier, but quite frankly, I don't know. I mean, there's not really that, you know, they, all these coaches, I always say this, Kev. It's like Bill O'Brien. Like, Bill O'Brien's just not a good head coach. He might be a good, you know, offensive coordinator. He might be a, a smart football man, and he might know the game, but he's not a good coach, like, you know, there's – being a coach, like, you can have different skills. It's like, you know, I talk about Gruden in Washington. Like, uh, Gruden, I always say this, Cam, Gruden has great play calls. Like, yes, he, he always has. It's it's crazy. He's an arena football league guy. He understands quick slants. He knows how to get people open quickly. He just does. He's got a great offense. But he was a very strange guy. Like, he didn't – he was awkward with players and stuff. And, you know, it was kind of strange. And the Redskins' room was always a weird place because the coach was kind of weird. Gruden's gotten better at it over the years, where he's more of a people person. A lot of these guys, are not people. They're not people persons, Ken, right? They're football coaches, number one. So, number one, they don't really like anybody. You know, they think everybody's weak, everybody's soft, or, you know, you're not tough enough. Number two, a lot of these guys are football nerds and geeks. So... If you're a guy that spends 16 hours a day watching film and breaking tape down, you're probably not the funniest guy, you know what I mean, in real life. Like, <laughs> That's a good like, point. Probably, a good like, point. you don't good have, point. like, social skills probably no, all that much. Yeah, you don't know how to like, make or have a real conversation. No, look yeah, at Mike Marks. Marks a, yeah, he's a he's Mike like Mike a is an nerd. offensive genius. Yeah, but he's he an is. offensive genius. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Turley threatened to, you know, punch him in the face and nearly kill exactly. him Exactly. Right? Like, so... Like, and Mike Martz is not a coach in the NFL. No. He's got the brain power to be a coach in the NFL, Mike sure. Martz. The guy's a genius. He's a football yep. genius. Yet, he can't get along with players. Like, to Mike Marts, to players, players to Mike Martz are just sort of numbers in his system. You know what I mean? It's Do right. this and yeah. move here. It's like a video he, you're game. You're not really. Move him around. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not a person to Mike Martz. You're just sort of an object. So that doesn't work, right? So it doesn't matter how smart you are if you can't relate to the players, it doesn't matter. And I I look at a guy like Bill O'Brien, and, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't seem to get the best from his players. He doesn't make good uh, decisions, personnel. Like, the recipe is there. And as I stated earlier in the week, I expect the Colts to beat the Texans, and I would expect Bill O'Brien to get fired uh, after this. But McCarthy, McCarthy's not a bad coach. But, you know, I think I think you you know, people expect more because he's got Aaron Rodgers you know what he's bad with the clock like when you watch a
3: game and me and you are regular fans watching this stuff for you know 35 years or whatever and that's like he calls timeouts at bad times he doesn't know how to you know i've seen him screw up before we're not getting that extra timeout before the two-minute warning it's like things are happening it's like a and he's like oh my god and i just see him with the time i've noticed that with green bay they've screwed up a lot of the time with timeouts and that's that's basic stuff uh, that, that a coach should be able to figure out years and years and years in the league you can't be making those type
2: of basic mistakes All right, big men on campus will join us. We'll talk a little college football as well. Yep. Minnesota Vikings, L.A. Rams. Rams have some uh, injuries to deal with in the secondary. I love the fact that the Bills beat the Vikings, and now now the Vikings are getting all these points against the Rams. You know, the Rams are 2-1 to to win the Super Bowl now only. Wow. Crazy. Game time continues. <laughs> Game time decision Freddie Eaton Race Radio continues. I'm just on DeMar DeRozan's uh, Twitter account right now. Yeah, nice. DeMar tweeted out, revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> <laughs> I like DeMar. Yeah, yesterday was media day in the NBA. It's like uh, first like back to school day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, yeah. every every team, every team showed up. All the players, coaches, and everything. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, yes, was seen in a, in a Raptors uh, uniform for the first time. And great laugh Kawhi Leonard has. Everyone's talking <laughs> about his laugh. <laughs> 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 I think that's going (laughs) to, you know, it's funny, though. It's the first time he's laughed in, like, two years.
3: I have a feeling, like, Kawhi, and you know this, I I think the fans are really going to dig Kawhi, but with the media, I think there's going to be a lot of hijinks. There's going to be a lot of stories. You, you just tell the guy. He doesn't have a lot of time for a lot of stuff. And uh, his personality kind of, it's interesting. Like, you could tell, like, it kind of swings on a dime there during that uh, press conference, the ups and downs. But, hey, man, you talk about the Raptors defensively. It's uh, a, a lethal squad. I, I like
2: them with the lead late in the game to uh, preserve a lot of Ws. At Eastern Conference, going to be a real bloodbath with Toronto, sure Philadelphia, is. and Boston. Boston. And I, I think you could yeah. throw Milwaukee in just sort of as yep. the... You know, maybe they, they turn the corner. Let's, let's bring Big Man on campus in uh, right now. Now, of course, um, we talked yesterday about Gritty, the, uh, the new mascot for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, Gritty got off to a great start last night in which he fell on his ass. And he got injured. He got injured like he had to leave the game. Like, it's first night. Like, I think they hired some dude that doesn't know how to skate. The skate? Like, for, like they, they should have asked. Like, do you know how to skate, like, enough, like, to do this? <laughs> not easy. Listen, it's not easy to skate, and it's not easy to skate in a mascot uh, That's outfit, a thing. I'm sure. Yeah, you, you got to hang You know, you got to get... I can't believe they don't have a former... There's not. There's got to be some kid that can skate and fill it. I don't know who Gritty is. I almost got to find out who it is in the suit, actually, right now. Yeah. But, let's Good bring call. in a uh, big... Let's bring Big Man on campus in right now. You can uh, check out his website, rightwager.com, and uh, check out his videos on sportsbookreview.com. Uh, um, and, of course, Big Man is in Philadelphia, and he actually sees a little bit of a resemblance in Gritty and you, Cam, a little bit. <laughs> and now that he brought it up, I actually I see it as well. What's up, Big Man? I'm doing well. Yeah, I
4: I saw this yesterday. I feel like – I I just thought of Cam right when I saw this mascot. I don't know why, but you know, I talked with you, Gabe. The, the mascot's the mascot. Like I get if you want to do one or whatever. But like, what's with the random googly eyes? He looks drunk all the
2: time. This mascot. Yeah, he does. And I like the, I like the googly eyes. It gives him character. Like, you know, he does that character, but he does look drunk. Then he, he falls down. Then he and then he fell yesterday. Like it's just awesome. Like awesome way to start. <laughs> He, like, he took a pretty pretty hard tumble. He did. Uh, Gritty, Gritty's, got, uh, Gritty's got his own Twitter account as well, and he's, he's lighting it up. He's already up to 46,000 followers after a couple of days. And um, somebody tweeted to him, like, they can't sleep because of the way he looks. Gritty responds, maybe you should try memory foam.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <yes. laughs> <It's> memory foam. <laughs> he, he's definitely a
4: creepy mascot. But as I like woke you up this
2: morning, him. he woke up this morning. He tweeted saying, "Hey, to all my haters nationally, what's up? Good morning, America." <laughs> like they're embracing this thing right now. Of course, they are. <laughs> there are some creepier
4: mascots though than him. He's definitely creepy, but. There's some way creepier ones. Yeah, to me. that piece of
2: wheat, that piece of wheat in yeah, that, that that's Wichita. The, quote, the... Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: he's a wheat chief. Like, what
3: the hell is that? Or the Stanford tree still sucks. People are like, oh, it's tradition. It looks you. like Cam. Gumby with a
4: bunch of ornaments. The guy's an idiot. Like, uh, Stanford, Let me oh, well, you, it stinks. Yep, yep. Cam, let me ask you. If you were, let's say it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, you're at some, like, really, like, you, you know those, like, bars in those, like, little towns, like, out in the middle of nowhere? Like, you're out in Wichita, like, in a suburb of Wichita, and you walk out, you see, like, that. You're, like, walking down the street, you see that thing, like, in the dark. Like, tell me that wouldn't be one of the scariest moments of your life. <laughs> what, the thing is that- a, a dude in a piece of wheat?
3: at <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, but it, like it'd a, be concerning. It'd be concerning. He looks like <laughs> a creepy I mean,
2: Donald Trump clown or something. He does have Trump's hair. He's, like, the wheat hair. Yeah. It, it is Trump's hair. Good hair, dude. But we discovered last night looking this up. Uh, about because it's unbelievable. You look at this Wichita State guy, Wooch Wush, That's his name, uh, If You look at Woochak, and um, his face is all like beat up. Like his nose is kind of crooked, and he looks mean. And most mascots yeah. don't look mean. Like he looks like he's coming to beat you up and rob you. And of course, like so we 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 did some investigative journalism. And uh, it turns out that uh, yeah, it was created by a marine, and the the mascot's supposed to look boot tough. <laughs> well, you, you you guys, you accomplish your goal. It looks tough. Weed, You're right weed, though, Marenzi Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like when you look at him too He's got kind of,
3: you know those older guys That start drinking, that get the noses that are all Punched up, and yeah, like his face, he just looks Yeah, he looks like a guy that's like uh, Like really wants to stir it up with you He's got that drunken nose and crazy face Yeah, he's very scary for children as well Like he he can't be very good with the, with, with The kids, he looks too mean He looks like a troublemaker he does look like
4: troublemaker. Yeah, but the, worst is, <laughs> the worst is that. Worst is that Denver. If he ever did it, Gabe, I told you, if that guy ever messes, with Rocky? I, yeah, he's the worst. That guy, that mascot.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. Uh, I, li- I like ro- Rocky. Yeah. Rocky up there in Denver. <laughs> I told you, Cam. Uh,
3: Cam oh, what's wrong, Cam's wrong with Rocky.
2: <laughs> Rocky? Cam's girlfriend. lion. Yeah. Cam's girlfriend nearly got into a fight with Carlton the Bear at the Toronto Maple Leaf game. And, yeah. and I, I don't understand it. Like, uh, Cam, like you love all mascots. Yeah, You're a happy-go-lucky guy, but for some reason, you really dislike Carlton. I I don't understand how you can hate this nice, just bear. Uh, he what's up is with that? very. Why do you hate him? He is very plain. I get it. He's generic. Sorry, uh, He's no. plain. But. I
3: I just tell you because Lisa's here actually too, and I, I didn't tell you the time that uh, she actually threw it down with the original Blue Jay mascot, BJ Birdie. Like they got like she got ejected <laughs> from the game. She's like, "You suck, BJ Birdie." He's like, "Come on, I'm just trying to get everybody fired up." Yeah, she goes get out of my way. He's like, no. So they got uh, there was like an, a, a real yeah. She got like a, the, the the hook. She gone, but I curled your in the girlfriend bear. has a
2: serious problem with mascots.
3: Yeah, she does. She hates them. She absolutely hates them. Hate them. She <laughs> you're in the background. I, hate them like she she hates them.
4: I, hate yeah, I kind of do mascots. too, honestly. I think they're <laughs> creepy. I don't like like I don't like I don't like large like foot and they're just like they don't talk and they just like look at you like. I don't know, I feel like, I think the scariest thing, like, there's not, I'll tell you what, guys, this is amazing story, right, I literally, in my house, I have, obviously, a bedroom door, I lock it every night, because, like, like the it, weird way of, like, maybe someone getting in my house, but, like, my worst fear is waking up and seeing, like, that, like, gritty like looking at me like that's like i also <laughs> thought like i remember gabe one time told me that clam chowder was like standing over at his house and i was thinking like yeah. how how sad scary would that be to wake up and like see him like staring at you in that costume great like great point big man it happened to me too great. like when i was younger too my
3: friends i used to work at little <laughs> caesar's pizza and my parents used to go away so my buddies broke into my house. So I came back. It was like a party or so whatever. And I hear Cee-gee-gee. I just hear rattling in the basement. I'm like, who left down there? I'm gonna kill you!" So I come out, I come out with a nine iron. And I'm just ready to like. And I just see my buddy. I'm just about to swing the club at his head. Right? It's you're right. It's a fear. It's a fearful thing. Like at night, I lock my door too because when I hear rumblings and stuff like that, I always keep keep a golf club. Well, you lock
2: your front door or the bedroom door? Both. I lock the bedroom Both door. Now. I, I
3: lock. I also got a, I I got a tenant in balls there. Balls. I don't need that guy roaming around. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if you want to get I it, you do have to wake me up.
4: I don't think I've ever big told game. anyone this, but I have, yeah. I have, I not only have a baseball bat, but I have a large, I got a sword like many years ago. It's like a <laughs> sword. Like a, it looks like an old, like, it looks like an old, like, uh, samurai sword almost. And I have it on my, wow. on my dresser and I just have it sitting there. Um, I like that. Big if man. you come in my, yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's like an old, like, warrior sword. Like It's, it's probably a good idea, sweet. actually. Now I'm living it's in It's a very Jersey. good idea. I, I, yeah, no. I should get I a nice honest, big aluminum
3: baseball bat. <laughs> You're, no, honestly, Maranci, get one of those nice big Easton's baseball bat having here. Think about it. You come home from the yep. FanDuel Sportsbook one night with some tickets, some guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> the concierge knows him. He's wandering around the floors. Like, that's the thing, man. you got to be prepared, buddy. I'm, I'm with big Man on that. Your domicile is yours. It needs to be protected. At all costs. Amen. I don't know why you don't like Rocky the Mountain Lion, though, Gabe. I
4: like him. He's he. He looks like I a got no problem. No, no. Yeah, no, I got man, no problem. Big like man. No, I don't like him <laughs> because he like screws with people. Like he, if you come and pour popcorn on my head, I'm gonna flip out. Like I'm seriously gonna stand up and I'm gonna knock your mask off. Like I didn't come there for you to pour popcorn on my head. Go, Go away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna get I told Big Man I need him to send me. I need some gritty like merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't know um I don't know if we get like a t shirt, a hat, like um I'm sure the material is gonna start coming up. Yeah, yeah. No will start- tell you, yeah. Yeah. Tell I you thinking, that's guys. Actually a good
4: idea. I'll get you some. I'll get you both some uh, some gear. And it's funny because around here you got to see some of the, like the stories about this mascot. Like someone wrote an article and said Flyers inter- introduce terrifying mascot Gritty. And it's just <laughs> funny like seeing this stuff. But when I get
2: some stuff, I will definitely get some merchandise and uh, get it to you. The uh, my favorite tweet I saw so far because I brought up uh, it's the promo actually running today. He, he looks a lot like Yupi. He's a cross between UP Cam Stewart and Justin Turner, and um, <laughs> 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 so, but, but more but on crack too. He's got those googly eyes, Obviously, yeah, it's yeah. Obvious yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. He's messed up. And I was bitching about UP and the Canadians. The, the Canadians gave UP a haircut. I noticed like the new UPs. Yeah, he's, he's already a little up. cleaner. Yeah, yeah, so the Canadians are hot. You're yeah, right, more, yes. yeah, he, They he just sort of they tweaked him there. They yeah, tweaked him just it. a bit, but he's not as shaggy anymore. Like, I know that I was, because no, I, I just of... saw because the Canadians put out a picture of Yuppie yesterday, and because, oh, Gritty, right? So they were like, hey, Yuppie's back. And I was like, I don't know, man. He gave Yuppie a haircut. Like, what'd you guys do to him? Like, you guys got to stop messing with Yuppie, man. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I'm almost going to go to Montreal and kidnap Yuppie and say, listen, yeah. I'll, I'll release him when the Expos are back, all right? Until then, he's staying here. <laughs> like, well, it's
4: funny, but someone anyways. told me that, uh, real quick about this, this character, this this gritty, someone made a comment in the, I think it was on the radio or something, that the Philly fanatic, like, this looks like a weird, like, cousin of his, that, there's an area in Philadelphia that's like a, it's a known druggy area, a lot of people do drugs there and stuff, they said it looks like uh, uh, um, his weird cousin that uh, got lost up there and, like, stumbled back, because like, he looks drunk and, like, oh,
2: What I liked is, um, it says, um, uh, it's a picture of Yuppie, it's a picture of Yuppie, and it says, um, and then side by side, there's a picture of Gritty, and it says your profile on Tinder and what you look like in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that was awesome.
3: (laughs)
0: That was great.
3: the best is they have a shot too on ESPN. I just look at and gritty's got a gun like a t-shirt gun but he looks like he's really gonna like sticks like Gabe he's got those eyes popping out of his head he looks like a yeah this not this is not for children this uh, gritty I, I, I like but Gritty's the, style though
2: he he's cool the flyers the flyers got though so much publicity out of this like oh. come on man How many hockey mascots are introduced? Well, we don't, no one cares. Like, everyone's talking about Gritty. It actually worked out for them. It's a great point, buddy. It definitely (laughs) did. but I'll I'll tell you one thing. The the worst
4: mascot in the history of mascots is the Western Kentucky mascot, and it's not even close. Yeah, it looks like a uh, Uh, weird dildo. What? What He's he's like Grimace. I I don't know, man. I think he's kind of original. (laughs) It's like a red blob. Like, it's just like, I don't understand what it is. Like, what is that thing? <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a hilltop. It's basically, what? It, it's a mountain. Like, he's just, it's kind of like Grimace from uh, McDonald's there. He's just, he's just a, per, like, he's a mountain, right, Gabe, isn't he? What, 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 so what do you think he is? What,
2: what is the hilltopper? It's a good question. The hilltopper? Like a uh, he, yeah. he looks like a penis. Like, there's like a... <laughs> Look he's it like up. A blob penis. <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm looking. I love him too. No, I, I love it. I love his mouth. He's great. He looks like he's him.
2: terrible. <laughs> Cam, yeah, like really? I don't, they're the, dude, they're the hilltops. Oh, ba- oh yeah, like, big why, why don't they? <laughs> why don't they just rug. have? Why don't they just have like some like uh, moonshine like hillbilly dude? So have yeah, some guy like, that looks like the. Yeah, yeah, like the you Wyatt know what guys, the Wyatt Hill- the- crew in WWE. Like, that, that yeah, the Wyatt Hilltopper, brothers. You know what I mean? The yeah, Wyatt exactly.
4: brothers. Yeah, but a Hilltopper yeah. is someone, like, according to the definition, a Hilltopper is someone generally that, like, is fairly rich and they, like, live above everyone
2: else. Oh, really? That's what yeah. – that, well, Yeah, that's so what, what I'm talking The opposite. They should have the Monopoly it's like, man then.
5: <laughs> it's like, that, it's like
2: like that. Yeah, maybe that would be. A- I love that. I like that little rich Monopoly guy. He just looks rich. Yeah.
3: he does look rich.
2: <laughs> so speaking oh, speaking of creepy, speaking of creepy, uh, Bill Cosby, of course I know, um, oh, you know yeah. Bill Cosby, icon in Philadelphia and uh, Temple, yeah. uh, big man. I gotta tell you, as I tweeted earlier. You know, like, my father passed away, I don't know, about five years ago or, you know, in that, about four or five years ago. And I just imagine, like, if, like, he woke up now somehow and I told him, listen, before you turn on the TV, I just got to warn you that yeah. Donald Trump is president, <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby's uh, in jail, <laughs> like, and the Miami Dolphins are 3-0. Um <laughs> No, but what a crazy world. Like, who would ever thought, You're you, know, right. you know, things things you never expect to see, man. Bill Cosby being led away in handcuffs today.
4: Yeah, and it continues the long line in this town of, of, you know, basically influential people that go to prison. I mean, we have had a ton of people in this town go to prison, you know, whether they're old, young, whatever. Uh, the social status is immediate. You know, you hear his attorney or, or publicist on, you know, after he was convicted today. Look, he'll go and do a year in some cushy minimum security summer camp, but and that's the shameful thing about it. But you know, his his publicist waging a war on you know the fact that that this is a, a racial thing and that you know Bill's a good guy and he's a legend. Look, save it. I mean, has anyone read the, the this trial stuff? I mean, it's it's filthy. It's it's terrible. It's disgusting. Bill deserves to go to jail. Um, he's had it coming for a long time, and I'm finally glad that they stuck it to him a little bit. No matter how old he is.
2: Yeah, yeah, he'll probably get well,
3: three years. Big, it's, it's three, guys, three to part ten of his, years. Once act, his act on vinyl, he had a skit called Spanish Fly where he, like, puts it in the chick's drink and, like, gets gets with her. Like, that's, like,
4: honestly yeah. like part of his comedy routine. Like, give me a break. Are you kidding me? Listen, Unbelievable. I, I mean, I'm a Temple basketball fan. This guy's been around the program for a long time, and it's, you know, it's a shame. They actually uh, they pulled all the stuff down at Temple, and, uh, you know, he's pretty much uh, he's
2: pretty much lost in this town. One of the women he assaulted was a Temple professor, actually, too. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Not just from the Cosby show, but in the 70s, I grew up. Hey, 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 hey. Fat Albert. Fat Albert. I love Fat Albert. It's one of my favorite shows. Jell-O Pops, Coca-Cola, everything. Everything good. I I never cared for Jell-O Pops. Pudding's all right, but I'm not a massive yeah, pudding good, fan yeah, either. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll talk football on the other side with Big Ben on campus and camp stores.
5: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 844- 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879 The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source 24 hours a day.
2: Game time decisions, red heat and rage radio. Dive Gabriel Borenzi, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I see our boy Babato tweeting right now. Six days and counting until rightwager.com launch on Monday. Get on board. (laughs) Yeah. I swear to God, Babano has promoted himself, and there are more tweets (laughs) and videos about Babano going to rightwager.com October the 1st than there was for the new Star Wars movie. Like, I'm just surprised, like, he's not part of a Subway sandwich campaign. They're like, you know, come to Burger King and get a Babano bobblehead. It's like, you know, Babano's got to settle down here. Like, there's, 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 to, the to, to the point where it's overkill, man. Like, it's like, people are going to be like, dude, we know, we get hey, Babano, it. I love you, Babano, I but we get it. It's like me tweeting right now. Only 17 hours, countdown till I arrive in New York. Like, it's like, yeah, we know, Maranci. You're already there. We get it, bro. Like, seriously, big <laughs> I'm man, I'm trying to support your site here, but Babano's yeah, on the verge right. of overkill here. He's the best. Yeah.
4: I I think for me, you know, when I'm going to do stuff like that, I, I kind of just make it where, hey, this is where I am. You know, if you're interested, come find me. I don't really ever promote much, but I, I guess he, you know, what, he, you know, I I've learned about Ian Cameron that he's a very, he's real detailed. Like he makes sure everything is, you know, like I've also seen him tweet, like, you know, when he tweets something, it's very detailed. There's a, there's a ton of uh, you know adjectives in it. He, he's a very detailed yes. individual. Yes. In that
1: sound, but.
3: Well, he's oh, it at, uh, yeah, at Scrabble or something like that, big man. You know what I mean? He's got, he, me and Marantz are always saying, like, "What word? What? What? You, what, you, what? What was that you just said?" Like, he's always got some crazy <laughs> word that nobody knows about that, like a grandma would say. You know, it's just yeah. He style. used the
2: term last night on Twitter. Good grief! He
4: said, "Good he's grief!" <laughs>
2: Good grief! <laughs> he, um, he's
4: definitely uh, he, he. You know, someone told me this at IBC, and and this is no disrespect because he's a really mature guy. Like, he's kind of um. He's got a lot of older guy, man tendencies to him. Like he's, Yeah. Like, I feel like he would sit down and have a cup of tea at night and, like, you know. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have yeah, a, buy, like a,
5: buy in
3: bulk. Yeah, buy in bulk. Yeah. Like, do, you know, like six, it, you know, six, six mustards at Costco.
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I got yeah, it. He'll he go does in, have yeah. yeah senior tendency. He'll go and buy, like, 12 boxes
2: of Kleenexes and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's... He's super the like um, is, the real question is, are they digestive cookies? Like half yeah, chocolate and right. half like wheat? Yeah, yes, yes, Maretzi. That's, that's and perfect. definitely
3: Those, <laughs> those are pretty good. Like, actually, they are good. they like, are good. He
4: leaves TV on when he leaves his house. Like, he's one of those kind of people. Like, I always remember, like, a lot of older people
2: I do when I was a kid, like. <laughs> Yeah, my parents do yeah. that too. They leave,
4: Oh yeah, my parents leave the TV
3: and radio on every level. Like you sure, know, because I mean? they think so, it's yeah, going to yeah. scare
2: someone away from robbing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the yes. My that's grandma used to say that. When, <laughs> she used to say it to me all the time. When she lived in a city, she'd go, "Leave that TV on. You want to make sure people think we're home." I said,
2: "Yeah, but it's a waste. Like we're not home." Like, <laughs> The thing is if somebody shows up with a glock, they don't care if you're home or not. No, exactly. That's so a great like, point. You're why wow, you're watching <laughs> Younger the Restless? I really don't care. <laughs> you think some crackhead's gonna be like, Oh, I hear the game on like, oh yeah, like <laughs> they don't care.
4: It's true. Sure. Like we're, we're busting in no matter what. But yeah, Ian is a real detailed guy, I've learned that. You know, he's he he wants to properly explain everything and it's like, listen, Ian, man, don't find it. Just uh
2: just throw it out one time and, and I think you'll be good. But he's a detailed guy, that's what he does. All right, uh, so let's get into the football uh, right now. NFL uh, football, we got the Rams and the Vikings on Thursday night. I like the spot. I like the fact that the Vikings got killed, and it yep. sets up nicely. Everyone's on this Ram bandwagon, and you know what? I've been on the Ram bandwagon all year and all summer and stuff, but it's ridiculous right now. I saw they updated the numbers in Las Vegas at, this, at the uh, Superbook, and the Rams are now two to one. Like, are you kidding me? Two That's to stupid. one to win a Superbook. You what, Like really? Like you should be two to Plus one 200. if they're going going into the 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 the, a- the NFC Conference Championship game. Championship game. Like exactly. yeah, now you're you're in Week Four and it's two to one, That's- and already they got two guys hurt. Akeem Tlaib is hurt now, and Akeem Toleeb, Akeem is going to be out for like a month. So now it begins the adversity, and the Rams' depth is a little thin because they spend so much money on all these star players. So Akeem Tlaib is out for like a month, and Marcus Peters is day to day, but it looks like he's not playing. They don't expect him to play on Thursday. So we're talking about two elite uh, defensive backs that aren't going to be in the lineup this week. We're still getting six and a half points. I think it's a good spot for the Vikings, big man. Yeah, I think this is interesting
4: because you have a team here that you just got beaten up by the Bills at home. You have some real off-the-field question marks at Minnesota right now. I mean, you not only have a, a player that is really good, but he's off your team. You have players involved in this team with this story with this, you have a team kind of unstable right now headed on the road it's on like a really good football team that's just beating up opponents right now. Um, this Minnesota run offense it's is a good not point you bring him. up
2: It's a good point yeah. you bring up on everson Griffin just quickly just something to bring up uh, so uh basically uh, everson Griffin uh, is in the hospital right now being evaluated. After an incident uh, in a a hotel room, the primary concern for Griffin is what happened over the weekend. Minneapolis police were called to the Hotel Ivy (laughs) on Saturday because um, an individual was threatening to shoot someone if he wasn't allowed into his room. According to sources close to the Vikings, uh, they were growing increasingly concerned about his, his well-being recently. That um, he's acted, he's grown increasingly paranoid and feared someone's been trying to kill him for the last couple of weeks. Uh, so yeah, this it's wow. Listen, I don't, I don't think I mean, it's going to be an issue on the field. He's a good player, um, but you know, he's obviously has problems right now. Yeah, I think once they start the game, you know, whatever's going to happen on the field is going to happen on the field. But it's an alarming sure. situation for Griffin. He's clearly not well right now.
4: Yeah, and I mean, he's got, you know, he, he, it's involving other teammates. You know, he's going into people's cars that he doesn't even know. He's heard demons in his head, according to his wife. I just Imagine this real... guy coming
2: at you. Forget about the wheat sheet, man. Remember Everson Griffin coming yeah. at you with a red light, sure. like all, all angry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's... <laughs> he's got to be careful, though, because he can get shot. You know what I mean? You got some big yeah. defensive lineman coming at you and trying to break into your car. You don't know him, and, like, you're in your yes, Jeep sitting good there. good point. You pull out him. a gun, you're justified. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got to be careful. Like they got to get this guy help. I'm glad he's in the hospital right now. Yeah, it's really
4: odd behavior by him. And look, you're right. I mean, it could have gotten worse. I mean, who knows what's going to happen here with this guy? But my question is, he played on Sunday. If you read the like, if you read the report, like he played like after this. Like,
2: didn't you think maybe that he should? Well, that's the whole been, thing. It's him. a very good point. It's a good point, Big Ben, in that if the Vikings were so concerned that this guy was acting paranoid, I'm seeing now, too, yeah. he told people on the team recently that someone is trying to kill him, and he said yeah. something about the number 777, and he said, you know, it's it's God or it's, it's like a God's plan. Basically, they figured, well, let's just let him play till he hits rock bottom. That's what the NFL's about, eh? They're just such yeah. scumbags. They knew he was messed up, but they needed him on the field. Yeah, this
4: is either he's got a drug problem or this is, you know, just he's got mental no, issues right now. No, this isn't right drug. No, it's not drugs. Nah, this this a, a drug problem. it's a mental problem. It's amazing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems consistent with, like, bath salts or something. But, uh, you no, know, no, you're but, probably but, right. No, no that's,
2: not, that's not drugs, no.
4: Yeah, well, you might, you might be right at this point. I think it's good that he's gotten help and he's not uh, hurting anyone. But, yeah, you know, you look at the number, it opened seven.
2: To me, it's quickly, to me, this is it's yep. signs of uh, schizophrenia. Sure. It's basically... It's, it's a mental like, disease, for sure. Yeah. It's yes. like he's probably bipolar and he's not uh, on, yes. on anything uh, for medication. Probably has some schizophrenia in him. It's sort of like when you, you'll see, you know, people on the street. One minute they're talking normally and another minute they're yelling about how the yeah. government's out to get them, right? Yes. You know what's crazy, actually? There's a lady like this. And, you know, she looks like the typical crazy street lady and stuff. And... I listen to her rant sometimes, and she's actually pretty bang on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually like, a great, great point like for her sanity, of, like The, the one yelling too. Stuff, Yes. And that I'm makes like, sense. I know. I'm like, no one's listening to this lady, but she's yeah. actually making sense. She's just kind of crazy about her delivery here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was thinking, you know, if you weren't so crazy, you'd be a good talk show host. you got some really <laughs> controversial <laughs> angles here, girl. <laughs> like, but uh, but anyways, yeah, I like the Vikings. I, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger on the Vikings. I like the Vikings plus the points.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you're getting six and a half, I, I think you know seven's obviously a much way better number, as we all know. But I, I actually lean the other way. I, I don't like this Vikings team right now. I don't think they look good at all. I mean, they had like 30 yards in the third quarter against the Bills. And look, the Bills were terrific on Sunday. They played great. Um, now you got to go on the road. This is not a good road team uh, under Mike Zimmer. Seven and ten over the last three years on the road. I kind of like the Rams here, frankly. But if you can get seven, I don't think it's a bad play. A big man. Uh, your
3: Philadelphia Eagles. I look at a, a short price here, laying four on the road. I know Tennessee had that win over Jacksonville, nine to six. Now I, I look for a home dog. Gabe and I were talking about those teams that all bounced back last week and they were good to us. The 0-2 teams that uh, covered and won outright. But it seems like a short price. Carson Wentz, a, a week under his belt, and only laying four because Tennessee did some good things last week. Does that line seem a little bit short for you for the Eagles, despite it being on the road?
4: Philly minus four at Tennessee. Uh-huh. I don't think it does. Uh, here's the thing for the Eagles. You have to figure going into this game, you're going to get a bit of a reprieve. I mean, you faced Atlanta, Tampa, and Indianapolis, three real high powered quarterbacks throwing a ball down the field. Who's going to – I guess Mariota's going to play quarterback at this point for, for the uh, Tennessee gap, Titans. Gabbert. going cost, right? So, yeah. So sure, it's sure, You're going to get uh, – you also have some offensive line problems right now. Jack Conklin, Dennis Kelly, you have some problems there on the offensive line. And you're getting back – Jay Ajayi, you're going to get back Darren Sproles this week. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's getting closer and closer. So you're going to get some players back. It's going to get a little bit easier for Wentz. And at the end of the day, Wentz looked pretty good last week in adverse conditions. This defense needs to improve. They need to start getting the, the rushing the passer a little bit more. Not roughing the passer, rushing the passer a little bit more. I don't know about Tennessee right now. I just think they're really good against Jacksonville, and that was kind of evident in that line last week. And, and I agree, I took them as well. I'm looking towards more like the Eagles. I think this is a bit of a reprieve. You have a much better opponent here. This is a game you got to go on the road and take care of business. I'm not scared of this Tennessee offense at all right now.
2: Uh, Manchester United just scored in the 94th minute uh, for, to, to equalize their 2-2 against Derby. They were about massive upset. It was about to go down. But uh, Man U avoids catastrophe, scores real late. They're into the 95th minute right now. I imagine you know, they're going to stop this game any second. Uh, into, into, yeah, you're going to um, go
4: into a penalty out time. at the
2: moment. Oh, it's the cup stuff. Eh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh,
4: yeah, it's England
2: Cup. Yeah. yeah,
3: There's two games tomorrow, though, guys. Liverpool and Chelsea and uh, Tottenham and Watford, since uh,
4: you brought up the soccer. Yeah, I would, I would for any listener, I, I would steer clear sides in this this tournament. This is a. You're going to see very modified lineups with these teams. I mean, this is a cup where if you 're a good team you don 't really care much about this it's a it's a heart you know piece it 's a trophy that 's really it but if you 're a good side you 're not going to generally care much about this but a, t- a team like um you know like a um, a Watford or, or someone like that, they might be more inclined because they 're not necessarily going to win this league so when you 're looking at these games, make sure you, you look at your lineups and, and stuff like that because some of these teams just could care less about it all
2: right so we got Thursday night uh, football. North Carolina and uh, the Miami Hurricanes. Miami Hurricanes are 18 point favorites. Friday night, Memphis and Tulane. And, you know, it's a good thing I didn't get that Tulane overbed in this year because uh, I thought Tulane was the six win team. Um, but uh, Tulane's one and three right now. Uh, they got a three and one Memphis Tiger team coming in here. Friday night, you got a three and o Colorado Buffalo team laying 10 to an 0 and three Chip Kelly team. And it's getting ugly in Los Angeles right now. Not a lot of people are talking about this, big man, but, you know, you saw the kid quarterback, his father, uh, come out and say basically Chip Kelly's an idiot, doesn't know what he's doing, his son (laughs) never should have went to UCLA. And uh, people, you know, I think people thought it would be a, you know, it would be a little bit of a turnaround for UCLA, but people didn't think they were going to be 0-3. Now they're going up there to Boulder on Friday night getting 10 points.
4: Yeah, I I think this UCLA team is pretty bad. I mean, I, I don't... I don't see where where a bye week's going to help this team. I think Colorado's kind of poised here. Their team kind of flying under the radar. They're 3-0. They have a solid quarterback in Montez. Defenses look good. I thought what they did in Nebraska was impressive. You go in there, you, know, you, you take care of business, you, you beat Colorado State up in the first week. This UCLA team's just bad. I mean, you're losing by 20-plus points to Fresno. I mean, Fresno's a good team, but... UCLA shouldn't be losing by 20-plus to them. You have what, What's going on in LA like you said, Gabe? I mean, you got LeVar Ball last two years ago. You have this guy this year. Um, I think he's right about Chip Kelly, though. I think the Chip Kelly act is tired at this point. It's been figured out. Uh, UCLA's 4-9 in their last 13 games on the road. I think Colorado just keeps it up, and I'm not looking to jump in front of them. They're a hard-nosed, pop football team. They're seemingly well-coached right now. Like they have the eye on the prize, I'd look towards laying
2: the number here. Syracuse are four and okay. I'm getting 24 yeah. points against Clemson, but Lawrence has been named starting quarterback. Should uh, uh, should be some points in this game, but yeah, nice start for Clemson. Yeah. Uh, who they they beat FSU, was it last week? Um, no, they, they beat know, what,
3: what, uh, Georgia Tech last week. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry, two Clemson weeks, beat Georgia two weeks, Tech.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I was no, on talking, Georgia about, Sir- Tech. talking oh, yeah, about Syracuse. I'm talking about Syracuse. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that's yeah, Syracuse. That's, that, Twenty-four points though,
2: Gabe. I don't know, man. But oh, it was um, UConn last week, tough. two weeks ago. FSU. Yeah, yeah Correct. UConn. Correct. They've been they've been rolling. Syracuse have been rolling, man. It's a lot of points. Big man getting 24, and we saw Syracuse beat uh, Syracuse beat Clemson uh, last year, wasn't it? So, is it a revenge spot or is it just too many points? Yeah, I was surprised to see his line this high. I thought it'd be like 20
4: and a half, maybe 21. 24 is pretty high. I'm looking towards the over, though, in this game. You have to figure Clemson's going to put up some points here against a pretty poor defense if you're Syracuse. It's on the road. Um, Cuse, I don't think they could stop anyone. They're going to go real quick. I think they run like 84 plays a game. My concern with Clemson right now, guys, is this defensive backfield. They faced one team that can throw the ball, and they lit them up. Uh, The rest of the teams all love to keep the ball on the ground. I wonder if. This is going to be some sort of shootout. I I get a feeling the total's a bit too low. I think it's like a 48-27 type of game. Uh, I think both teams will just kind of turn it in and and Dunge will just kind of fire away. I don't know if this defense is good enough in the the secondary for Clemson. The one team they face that can move the ball, move the ball.
2: Uh, Michigan and Northwestern's interesting. I wouldn't want to be late 14 points on the road with Michigan, but... You know, listen, Michigan really haven't played anybody, but they've gotten over that Notre Dame game. They're rolling along right now. They can keep cruising and you know keep playing wild. They they still can have a season here. Listen, you win the Big Ten, you're making the playoffs. That's that's pretty yep. simple. I told you guys last week, anyone who would listen, I said Mississippi State shouldn't be that big of favorites. This Kentucky team's a dangerous team. Um, so we got we got Ohio State and Penn State as well. A lot of massive college football games uh, this week. I sound like Joe Lisi. Huge games, Gabe. Always, always a pleasure. uh, Jeff, maybe. They're going to attack
4: it vertically, Gabe.
2: Yeah, I'm going to call like a Joe Leesy pick would be Penn State by 27, Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, check out uh, Big Man on Campus, Donnie Rightside and of course, Babano on uh, rightwager.com. That's rightwager.com. And you can see their videos over at sportsbookreview.com. Thanks for the time. Thanks, boys. Uh, We'll take a quick break. Uh, We'll talk some baseball, football, and more on the other side. you're listening to the
1: Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions.
2: Game Time Decisions, Ready, Rage radio, radio Level 2. I'm Gabriel Moretzzi alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks to big men on campus for joining us. Uh, a lot of big college football games this week. Uh, I want to take a look at those in a minute, but I just can't get enough of this gritty stuff. And now ESPN has jumped on board. ESPN has uh, done NHL mascot rankings because I'm, I'm on Twitter here and I see people in Montreal aren't happy with the rankings. Um, so we'll get to the rankings. I got to be honest, Cam. I didn't know that every NHL team had a mascot. Yeah, now, there they might do. be Some one or of them two. Is, Something is there one stuck, or two things? Like, have you seen them? No, all right, so no, the, LA the number Kings, one, they... the number the one ranked mascot. Yeah, Bailey the Lion, who um Bailey the Lion's the most active mascot on social media. He's got his own Twitter account as well. He tweets a lot. Bailey's out there a lot too. Bailey's probably the hardest working mascot in the NHL, to be honest. Like you'll always he does see a Bailey. Lot of public stuff. Yeah, you'll always he see is. Bailey out at schools. He's always out there yeah. with the hot ice girls. LA Kings have hot ice girls too. L.A. Kings too are going to become the first team, sports team. The No traditional radio. They're dropping the radio broadcast. It'll be radio but online. So it goes to show, you know, this is this a, this a, this, this actually a bad, this is bad news for AM radio, actually. You know, AM radio has sort of been impenetrable over the years because everyone wants a local aspect. No matter what, you know, people are always going to want to know what the weather is, what the traffic is in their town. But, one of the things that's kept AM radio going has been sports, and the revenue stream that comes in through the advertising. I mean, obviously, there's more people listening to a Yankee game on an AM radio station than there is at any other time. So, if these sports teams basically bypass AM radio, it's really going to hit AM radio hard. Like you say, you know, the, I know I've worked. I worked in AM radio for years, and yep. I still the, I still the, do part time. <laughs> the bread and butter but things have changed. The bread and butter of an AM radio station is usually sports. You know, like, that's yep. that's where the revenue is generally coming in. So the L.A. Kings, L.A. Kings, Bailey the Lion, number one, Nash the Cybertooth, Sabretooth, number two, Nashville Predators. I don't really know him. And yeah, Nash is all
3: right. He's he's good. Nothing like, uh, you know, like, he's okay. He's just kind of uh, – I got to be honest with you, though. Like, it's one of those ones It's like, I don't like – like the the pred- it's the co- it's the color scheme. So Nashville's mustard yellow, right, Gabe? But the guy's head's blue. Like it doesn't really, and he doesn't really instill like kind of. I don't know. I gotta be honest with you. Nash at number two is a problem for me. Actually, when I really break it down, I like Bailey the Lion at one. Nash shouldn't be two. No, I uh, disagree. Pittsburgh, Too high. The number three
2: is uh, S J. Sharky. Yeah, S J. Sharky. <laughs> we like yeah, S J. Sharky. He's number three. Number four He's is fun. the Pittsburgh Penguins Iceberg. And if you remember Iceberg, he was made famous in the Jean, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, movie, uh, Sudden Death. Remember, like, uh, the terrorist uh, dressed up as an Iceberg and uh, tried to blow the arena up or whatever the hell he was getting. That's actually a good movie. I was thinking about that movie the other day for some reason. I'd like to watch that movie again. It's a movie, Van Damme movie, pretty much filmed in a Pittsburgh Penguins game. Um... Man, they've got gritty rank number five already. Pretty pretty high. Yeah, it's,
0: that's
3: high. Very high. Very high.
2: I, don't even, I didn't even know the Calgary Flames. Harvey
3: the Hound? Oh, I know Harvey the Hound. Yeah, he was. Uh, remember Harvey the Hound? He's got that really long tongue. He's just kind of a dog, and his tongue sticks out like all the other guys, like grab his tongue and try to rip it out. Yeah, Harvey the Hound's been around for a while. He's okay. No, that's pretty high
2: ranking, too. Yupi comes in at number seven. Pretty low, I think, for UP. He should be top five. He's yeah. top three. Number seven for UP. Number eight, I don't know the Sabretooth. That's in Buffalo. Buffalo Sabre, Sabretooth. Yeah, I know Sabretooth. Sabretooth's been around An- for a while, Gabe. I don't understand this, but the Anaheim Ducks, Wild Wing. Like, why don't they just have a duck? Like, um, <laughs> New Jersey Devils, the NJ Devil. The hell's that? I don't know. Uh, he's just a guy I, in a devil uh, costume. Like, putty, but, uh, yeah, it's just a devil head. Uh, You got Carolina Hurricanes, (laughs) Stormy. (laughs) Yeah, hey, hey, Stormy. (laughs) Stormy. Tampa Bay Lightning, Thunderbug, number 12. Number 13, you know what, I think number 13 might be a little underrated. Vancouver Canucks, Finn the Whale. Yeah, Finn's okay. I, actually
3: when I was doing a lot of stuff, Finn was out there. He did a lot of public appearances too. Morensi did some
2: tricks. Like, yeah, no, Finn Finn actually is a, a good community representative. I agree. I like Finn. Uh, I see here that Finn's notable moment is uh he wants uh French guest Pamela Anderson. So Pamela Anderson like, shuck <laughs> her tongue in Finn the whale's mouth. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he should be higher ranked just for that alone, Gabe. Um <laughs> The Washington Capitals mascot's name is Slapshot. Yeah. Uh, The uh, St. Louis Blues, number fifteen, Louis the Bear. Yeah, Louis, Louis the Bear. Number sixteen, your favorite Carlton. Yeah, Carlton.
3: Yeah, there he
2: is, sixteen. Too high. This is this is what they're.
3: What is it? Like
2: this is what ESPN writes. This is what ESPN writes about uh, Carlton. Carlton actually bounces back and forth between the Leafs and the AHL Marlies, making him the mascot of of Caspery Kaepernick. That's true, eh? Like, that's the thing. You're not giving Carlton the bear credit. He also does Marley games. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point. Yeah, but he's in the, the NHL. Bed. Boston he's got How are the eyes. Coyote. Yeah, it's I pretty cool. The Coyote's yeah. pretty cool in, in, in Phoenix. Mickey Moose. Yeah, the, the Jets mascot deserves to be a little better. That Moose hat's pretty good. Yeah, Mickey Moose uh, of course is good. Yeah, way, yeah, that's way too low for Mickey Moose. Come on. Num- number 20 is uh, Stanley C. Panther. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I, that was Stan- Stanley- I was unaware the Stanley C. Panther appeared on the Price is Right once. <laughs> really? Wow. Just just like Clam Chowder. I guess a lot of mascots. <laughs> <like that. laughs> Um, Columbus Blue Jackets the Blue Jackets first mascot was so bad that uh, they changed them so now they got this new guy Stinger Stinger Um, yeah they they used to have a guy named Boomer but they got away from him Chicago Blackhawks Tommy Hawk I don't know the Blackhawk logo I
3: don't know and the. Mascot. I know. Like, I, don't I don't either. Know. I was trying to think of but I know, it like Mr. T used to come out to games and stuff like that. I know he was hanging around. For, I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know Tommy Hawk.
2: This is the great. Hawk, the Hawk. Um, pretty lame. The New York Islanders. What the hell is this? Sparky the Dragon. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with anything. No, like what is that exactly. I know. I, know I, don't, that... I don't really understand like the Colorado Avalanche, Bernie the Saint Bernard. Like I don't, I don't no, get I understand. That. Like I, I get it, no, because an
3: avalanche why? when there when there's an avalanche and people are like you know. Missing? They send trouble. the Saint Bernard's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the Neo Citron commercial for? Uh, yeah, they send the Saint Bernard. He's got, he's got like a big little like jug around his neck, of medicine and stuff like that. what well, I would
2: Bernard. have. I would, uh, I would go with like, uh, like an avalanche guy, like some sort of big like snowman, the vulnerable Snowman, or stuff like that.
5: Huh.
2: All right, we're gonna take a, a quick break. Game time decisions. Fantasy Sports Network continues. Radio? Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Trujillo just sent us a link to a, a great ESPN uh, spot. They had great mascot spots, actually. The Devil, uh, the Devils, Diablo in the in the elevator. You know what? I'm going to go to a Devils game uh, this year. You should. It's going to be cheap, buddy. Like, I got to believe, like,
3: think about going to Rangers games compared to Devils games. The Devils can be your uh, adopted team. It's going to be close to you. You're going to get, honestly, the deals you're going to get there compared to the prices you paid. Think about, the, think about the places you've been. Toronto, you get gouged. Montreal, you get gouged. Now you get to go to Devils game. Like, you could live like a king there for the price you're paying for, like, a nosebleed at the other places. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Devils got some good young players, too. It'll be fun. Yeah, one thing, if I go to Devils
2: games, I will be able to get good seats. For sure, like Wicked. <laughs> I'm thinking like Wicked seats. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Uh, let's see how far uh, how far I am from the uh, the Prudential Center.
3: Not too far. I, I yeah. No,
2: I was, I was checking out your uh, Twitter and stuff. So what's the deal? No, like? I'm pretty far. Holy crap! I'm a lot further than I thought. It's eleven miles. It's yeah, eleven it's miles. Eleven miles. yeah, it's 11 miles. it's eleven miles. Is not. It's not too so bad. For, though. It's a forty-three minute drive. Like ironically, I could I would be able to. It's closer. MSG is closer to me, but like you said, it's much more expensive. much more expensive. But MSG is uh, closer. But uh, nevertheless, um, let's talk some. uh, We talked about college football with uh, with big men on campus. Some pretty big games this week, uh, collegiately. Ken, I mean this this is going to be a week where there's national championship implications. Across the board. Now, I'd, I'm not bringing up Texas Tech for the national title, but we pick on Cliff Kingbury a lot. We got to give him credit. Nice start for his football team this year, three and yeah. one. They're hosting West Virginia. They're getting three and three and a half points. Total of 77. West Virginia Mountaineers are ranked 12th uh, right now. A lot of people sort of thought West Virginia were sort of a sleeper that could actually do some real damage this year. I never really buy into that. To me, West Virginia are who they are. They'll always just be an eight, nine-win team, seven to nine-win team you know but maybe this, they have a good quarterback and will greer they sure year, do. Alabama 49 point favorites against Louisiana um but the big big games in the week uh we got Oklahoma or survived a scare i was in a studio man Oklahoma nearly lost to army this past week um the biggest the big games in the week Michigan and Northwestern's pretty big for 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 the big 10 like, if Michigan wins this game and Michigan can beat Wisconsin, Michigan's back in the mix here. Yeah, for sure. You know, and especially in the Big Ten. Like I said, you win the Big Ten, you're going to the playoffs. So the thing with Michigan is this is a winnable game for the Northwestern. I expect them to win I wouldn't lay to 14, but Harbaugh doesn't win big games. So it's one thing to beat up on SMU and Western Michigan and these guys. You're going to you're gonna need to beat some of these bigger Big Ten teams. Uh, Stanford-Notre Dame. That's the big one, Kim. Yeah. Stanford-Notre Dame. Notre Dame, five and a half point favorites at South Bend. This is a big time football game with title implications. Good call by you last week, too. And I know a
3: lot of people that I respect thought Wake Forest. You know what I mean? After like they battled Boston College, they they were gonna be a home dog, but you were all over Notre Dame there. And I'll tell you, Notre Dame just basically kicked them in the teeth the whole game. And you know what I mean? Gabe, they switched quarterbacks too. Winbush is on the bench, right? So they went with Book. This kid, the, he, I, I'll give Kelly a, a tons of credit. He is a great football coach. He might not be, he might be that guy freaks out a lot, but you know what? He really knows his team well, and he thought about the situation. It's like, listen, if we're gonna be a good football team, we're gonna need you later on. This is a game we can win with. These guys, and they had injuries in that game as well, and they still rolled on Wake Forest. Stanford's good team, but I just got to believe that Notre Dame's better game. I'm not sure about the spread, but we got to give the Irish a lot of credit. You know, the first game against Michigan, and you know, I know they stumbled against Ball State, didn't cover in that game, but they're just taking care of business and they, get through this one, man. They got pretty pretty smooth sailing. So the Fighting Irish, I might have something to say with this college playoff. You also talked about um, you, the Iowa Wisconsin game. You think about this. You know, Wisconsin, with their loss to BYU, they come back. Iowa was leading, and they they win that game. So you said it. The Michigan Wolverines. Now you look at Ohio State; they're in a good they're in a good position game, but they can run the table. They could be there at the end as well. So a lot of playoff implications there this week, and a lot of good games. Yeah, too bad uh, I had Washington State plus points. I wish they got it done against USC last week, but the covered. But uh, great games this week.
2: Yeah, there's some big games, and including a fun game will be the Florida Gators. Florida Gators go up there to Starkville, and, um, of course, Dan Mullen really built this Mississippi State program up. Now he's the yep. head coach of the Florida Gators. Mississippi State, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Mississippi State coming off that loss to Kentucky uh, last week, and we were on co- Kentucky. Another
3: good call. Yeah, Kentucky, man. Kentucky, really- with
2: their money-line plays this year, man, they beat Florida as 14-point underdogs, yep. and now they beat Mississippi State as 10-point underdogs. Now Kentucky are suddenly one-and-a-half-point favorites against south carolina very very tough to continue the intensity whenever teams come off big upset wins it's hard to keep it going but i think West, i think kentucky are a better football team than south carolina are it might be a tough spot for them here uh, washington are laying 17 and a half to byu uh, Ole miss and lsu is a fun football game sec is uh, sec is pretty good uh this year so we got some good uh, college football games top 25 games and uh, we got the National Football League uh, action as well this week, uh, starting Thursday, uh, six-and-a-half point, uh, point spread. But I've talked about it a lot over the last couple of days. I, you know, I always say the NFL. The NFL is generally an overrated league, I think, But um, as far as the action on Sundays. But um, a lot of good games this week. We got a good game on Thursday. The Bills and the Packers game is intriguing. Hey, listen, if the Bills win this game, They're 2-2, and and suddenly they're they're a confident team. And one thing with the Buffalo Bills, Cam, if they can get through this schedule, like nobody thought they were going to win that game in Minnesota. Nope. Suddenly, Suddenly that game against the Houston Texans in two weeks isn't as scary anymore. Yeah, they play the Indianapolis Colts. All right, there's a couple of tough more games to go here, but the Bills are nearly through this, bro. Like it was the first six games was this killer. And down the stretch, man, the Bills barely leave the state of New York they were in Buffalo all the time. They play the Jets in New York. You know what I mean? Like, the second yeah. half of the season isn't that hard for the Bills. Now, it's all relative, but as I stated, I'm just saying the Bills, if they could win this football game, but I don't know. Like, it wouldn't. the NFL is so twisted right now, it wouldn't surprise me if the Buffalo Bills won this game outright, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Packers won by 30. I, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I think the more to the latter. I think Buffalo played well
3: against Minnesota, but uh, Minnesota was not ready. I, I don't care what Coach Zimmer says. You're still the Minnesota Vikings at home. You got punched in the face in that game, and you couldn't respond. They looked like a desperate team. It was very weird to see Minnesota in that position. I kind of I want to take Buffalo game, but I'm in no rush. I bet Green Bay. I made a bet with the guys. I know you and Parson and Blewett do the, the first part of the show on Sunday. We do the, the back half at 4 o'clock with Joe and the boys, and I made a bet with all of them saying the Bills would have more wins than arizona the bet i was trying to make with you i think it was a great bet but now i'm worried that cj bethard is the damn quarterback for the san francisco 49ers so they might arizona might get those wins but you saw what happened in that bears game sam bradford had two picks in that game he had a late fumble chicago recovered they ended up getting a go-ahead field goal they throw rosen in at the end of the game just like you did at USCLA buddy be the hero and uh the bears defense suffocated them i'm high on uh Arizona but uh, it's going to be a tough bet because uh, they might get a win because of the San Francisco injury situation half of their team's out great call I'm going to go with uh, I think Green Bay actually murders Buffalo this week though I think uh, especially after that loss to Washington Aaron Rodgers will be very very pissed off but who knows you said it it's a topsy-turvy league and the Bills showed a
2: lot last week very proud of them yeah the Cincinnati Bengals were in a tough spot last week I thought going into Carolina with Carolina coming off a loss Tough spot again here, though. I mean, last week they had the they had the um, they had the prolonged break, right? They were off since the last Thursday. Now they're going back to back road games here. I want to take the Bengals. It was six. It's down to five and a half right now. The total is fifty one. It's usually tonight, actually, in the late night hours. Although this week is a little bit uh, different, as. Um, uh, this morning, uh, Cam, uh, while you were probably uh, enjoying uh, a nice coffee, uh, right. reading reading a newspaper. I don't imagine you reading a newspaper. In the morning,
3: I actually so. do once in a while. I do read the newspaper on the weekend. Uh, on Saturday when I'm watching college football, I go to the backyard <laughs> and, and and read the paper. I do it once you a get week on Saturday. Up. You get caught up on the week's news? Yeah, I, actually, I like the newsprint. I try And I try the crossword, too, Marenzi. Sometimes it goes well, other times not so much. <laughs> I, you try the crossword. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the crossword, yes. <laughs> yeah, See, so you know what I was doing this morning?
2: Yeah, I saw your I tweet. Was, What's up with the, was, with the... I was pushing the, my personal pushing belongings. Yes. Yeah, I was pushing my personal belongings down the street on in a dolly in, in a pouring rain this morning. God. Yeah, it never ends. Like, uh, Where, it, so, you know, it is what it is. You got a storage got, locker? You got a storage yeah. locker? Where yeah. is it? Is it in Toronto or uh, outside on the outside? Yeah, well, I didn't push this the dolly to to, uh, to Winnipeg. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, as a friend... For pushing, uh, the dolly, for pushing a dolly down the street, like, uh, yeah, it's in Toronto. Like, where, no, what actually do you think, ha- like... I have to rent a car. I
3: was wondering if you want me to stop by uh, your studio on the way. If you want me to grab a couple bags, because I have to do some stuff anyway. If you want me to grab some stuff, I can because I'm I, I'm in the sea right now and I'm gonna be. Uh, I gotta make some trips. I gotta take care of some family business. So if you need me to, like, if there's any bags you want me to give the jerseys to the Goodwill or the kids, I can give them to a church in my neighborhood or anything like that because they have those dumpsters outside. So if you need any of that stuff, I can uh, stop by
2: before I go home. Yeah, all right. It sounds good. I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you a, a text after. Yeah, I'm running out of yeah. time. Like exactly. I, I, I'm I'll leave it in things. the mornings. Yep, I can grab some stuff. But I got I got a lot done today. But I got time, tell you, it's like a football player pushing the sled. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I was going to do the dolly downstairs and call a taxi, but it'd be like three taxi rides, right? So it's only basically the 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 storage lockers right by that stadium. It's by the old studio. Yep. So it's basically just, you know, it's like a 10 minute walk. And uh, I had the dolly down, wasn't my plan. I had the dolly downstairs and I was like, you know what? This thing's rolling along pretty easily. And I was like, I could call a taxi and stand here for 15 minutes or I could take matters into my own hand and just wheel this thing over. So yeah, I wheeled it over, but of course my luck has started raining. Um, but on the way back, I was sort of like using it like a skateboard, I was just yes, like going down nice. the hill on a dolly. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I was thinking, Yeah, I'm gonna wipe out here last day, you know, on a dolly. But uh, and then I, I went for another run, so I got two runs done, but I've got another, I've got a last little run here, and uh, the last bags are very heavy. I'll take like, care, there's, co- there's a couple of heavy ones, so I was gonna do a taxi over there, but we'll see. Sunny Vega sent me a message earlier, but, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, we're running out of time here and sunny Vegas seems to be, uh, beaten down after yeah. going to Detroit. And I, I assume they lost a lot of money betting yes, on the Patriots. That's exactly what I was thinking too, because, uh,
3: Taylor sent uh, Lisa some uh, birthday balloons, and I, I told Lisa I go I don't want to tell Taylor this, but I really like the Lions in this game, and I know they're gonna bet on it on the Patriots. But she said she was gonna take care of it. They're busy, but uh, don't worry, man. We'll uh, we'll we'll, set, we'll settle things up if you need a couple bags taken care of. That's what friends and family are for, buddy. I know you got to get back there. Got carton. We got our regular show. Uh, things will be uh, back to normal in, in, in soon, I guess. And then you come back here, and you can pick up the stuff in uh, three weeks, I guess. Right when you come back and finish off the vocals.
2: Yeah, yeah. Stuff, Right? Is that the plan, or yeah, it's so about no. you're a busy guy. No, no, there's no more picking anything up. Like uh, we're done, <laughs> done. Um, I see. Um, no more picking. I'm done. <laughs> uh, I'm done with picking things up. That's all I do. It's been one, one travel, flight, plane, trains, automobiles. Now dealing with storage lockers, and I gotta tell you, it's easier to get on a damn plane than it is to get a storage locker. Like I never, they, they went through so much paperwork and this and that. The best is, too, they asked the guy, he asked me after, he goes, uh he goes, just to let you know, uh you're not allowed storing firearms here. Yeah, th- <laughs> <I'm> like, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I kind of assumed yeah, yeah, that. Like, yeah, I got an I got an M sixteen in the bag. He, he goes, M-16. No, no, I just I had to ask you. I had to <laughs> ask you. He asked me, Are you uh, are you storing drugs or firearms? I was like, No. no. <laughs> none of, none of <laughs> if I was I wouldn't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy, that, I got, I got, I got a pound of coke in the suitcase here. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing, Maran, See, You know, uh, those storage lockers in some of those
3: shows too. They found like bones. They found like, you know what I mean? Oh, God, Brails, body
2: parts, yeah. body parts. Oh, and, uh, these guys bridges. are going through. They're not going through the locker. They just do that no. for legal purposes. Exactly. Yeah, they made, yeah, they made me confirm. Like I went through, like they maybe signed a thing. Saying I don't have uh, drugs, firearms. You're not allowed putting food because they don't want rodents and stuff, right? Yes,
3: yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. That's so. That's no food.
2: Idea. No drugs. No guns. Um. Uh, you know, long list things. too, it, they tell you you're not allowed sleeping there. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed you sleeping you, there.
3: You, you think you'd be okay? People do it though. Like the thing is, like I'm sure
2: somebody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course them. they do. Think about it. You're paying for. Your I actually had an idea. I actually had an idea before. Um, I needed a TV studio, like in in a pinch. I was one of these deals where it was like, man, I don't know. I think our lease was whatever. Like, I needed a TV studio in a pinch, in a fast thing. So I was sort of getting desperate, and I went to um, I went to the big guys there at the Roger Center. I forget what the hell their company name is, but it was nuts. They wanted like two thousand dollars a day or something ridiculous. So I was like, you know, I was running out of ideas, and me and Garner came up with it. I was like, why don't we rent like a storage locker and just put a camera in the storage locker and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's
3: a great
2: idea. And it exactly. actually is, right? And I said, man, it'll be way cheap and stuff. And I said, we we'll rent like a, you know. Yeah. You just get a great yeah, we'll thing for the background exactly. a camera. It's a no-brainer, actually. The sound might be a little
3: bit tight depending on what, what materials it's made of, but uh, in a pinch, it would be a really, really good job. That's
2: actually a really good idea yeah but the thing is you're not allowed conducting business in these places uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah, i had to sign a thing that too it's like you, you, you can't use it as an office you can't you know what i mean it's like man there was a lot of rules rules. Gil can't
3: sleep there when he loses his job at the simpsons you know, just wake up nah. in a storage locker and hey i'm taking care of things now yeah not the guys, deal Gil, though first first month one dollar yeah that's what they do first 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 month a dollar and what's it after that how much is it like 30 40 bucks no, it's 135 bucks. Oh my God! Wow, that's expensive, one. Jeez. And I that's the that's right. the smallest
2: one. Wow. Man, the prices have gone up. I remember before they used to do it for like 40 bucks. Huh, that's crazy. It's the point now, though, where I, I have multiple storage lockers. Like I've got a storage locker in Vegas, man. Like it's it, it's getting ridiculous. Like it's it's <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
3: There's
2: pieces of Marenzi spread out around the world, Cam.
3: <laughs> yeah, know, you're right. And in, in the Vegas one, that's the thing. Like It'd be nice if you had one chance just to go. Okay, well, you know now my stuff's York gonna end up, up on your...
2: Storage Wars. It could
3: be, yeah. That's the thing, yeah. But the good news is that there's nothing like you don't have any like nickel- Mickelson cards. That jackass Daryl.
2: That jackass <laughs> Daryl's going look a Warren Moon jersey. I get yeah. twenty bucks for this. <laughs> yes. I love that word, <laughs> no, we got that's sterile T Bone T Bone got our stuff out of the storage locker. Actually, he's gonna send it to me. Oh, good, good, good. But yeah, that's yeah, i just yeah. Multiple storage lockers in my life. Um, if I asked you, who's the uh, who, what state do you think is the horniest state in America? It's actually Hornyest? a surprise. Yeah, the, the most sex crazy state in America. I'm basically gonna move there. I don't know what the hell I'm in Jersey for. Uh, New York. I'm. Uh, I should go here. Uh, you're
3: saying it's a weird state?
2: Well, I'm saying it's a state.
3: Minnesota. They're all weird.
2: They're all weird states. <laughs> Minnesota. No, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I would have figured like Florida, or I, I would thought California.
3: Cold. I was thinking cold yeah, because in, in the cold you have a lot of sex. You get warm in the blanket, and then push comes to shove Oh, there's nothing like, to do. You're inside all the time. Iowa, Iowa. There's not uh, a lot of things to do. But Rhode you know, Island. Know, rhode island wow a lot of money there that's maybe money it's equated with money money and sex rhode island's got a lot of uh
2: beautiful spots really expensive uh wow like i gotta tell you that's i've been to parts of providence where there's not a lot of money all right (laughs) yeah that's true but there are also big chunks that are uh, nice did you know that uh, rhode island was the smallest state in america i did not know yeah i did know that actually i did know that yeah it's very The smallest state in America is also the horniest. (laughs) Google data uh, shows people in uh, Rhode Island are the thirstiest for sex.
3: Any reasoning?
2: Uh, Basically, um, Google searches of the people in Rhode Island (laughs) is hilarious. This is the the you know who did this survey for uh for loco. You ever drank four loco before? That stuff will mess you up. Four loco? No, no. I've uh, what? It's beer,
3: like yeah, liquor? four loco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. crazy horse and a couple old English. I've had the regulars. I've never had the
2: oh yeah. Loco means crazy, so it, yeah. I guess it would mess yeah. you up pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they compiled um, the searches. So people search the most bars with the hottest girls. And where to buy condoms? High. That's the highest capita, followed by Maine. Well, Maine, a lot of East Coasters getting down. You called it, Cap, with the cold weather. Maine, Michigan, yep. yep. New Hampshire, correct, Massachusetts. Yep, all yeah. Cold, yeah, cold weather.
3: That's wow. the, that's the ticket, buddy. You think you think it would be in the heat more, but it's not. Because like in Florida, that you know what I mean, just sweating all the time, perspiration, the humidity. After a while, you're just like, screw off, man! Like you get beat down by it. In the cold, it's a whole different thing. Brr, brr. You get cold, then you get warm. You got a fire. Ding
2: dong. Sometimes people that leads in New to York sex, City.
3: Maranzi. New, York, New City. York
2: City was the least interested in searching for sex online because they're busy. They're busy. Two people Hustle, are busy. Bustle. Yeah, working. Busy. Working. Yeah, making money. No time for sex. I got sex. no time to search for sex online.
3: No, you don't. You're doing too many shows. Sex is gonna have to find you one day,
2: or I'm gonna have to merge the two yeah. and just start hosting sex shows.
3: Yes, exactly. I, I got some football picks for it. I, I like Michigan minus fourteen. And hey, come on down. That's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. You do parlays and sex. Perfect.
2: It's the blow me parlay of the week. <laughs> When, talk, when we talking football, I actually like the Bengals
3: plus five and a half against Atlanta. I think it's a good I, I, I thing. I think Atlanta's defense since the injuries, like you saw what the, the Saints did to them. I think Cincinnati can do the same. Andy Dalton's actually been good. You saw you talked about Bernard, he was a, a DFS monster in that game. Uh Boyd, the wide receiver out of Pittsburgh's really stepping up too. Look at him in Green, man. They're like there's a lot of things to like about Cincinnati's offense. I actually kind of like the over in the game, too, at 51. Like, I know you're not talking. Yeah, there should be games. points Cincinnati, in this game. Yeah, Cincinnati plus 12 and a half over 44 to me will definitely be on the card. And I'll take the five and a half with Cincinnati and the over. I think uh, all, all those uh, all those are going to be on my card. I think Cincinnati will be able to score. Atlanta, conversely, will be able to put points up on the Bengals. But five and a half seems, uh, this game seems to be like a three, four point game for me. So I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll definitely take the five and a half with Cincinnati. It'll be on the card.
2: Yeah, you take Cincinnati by five and a half, you're going to lose by six. That's, that's what's going to happen to this game. It's like okay. I did with Carolina. It's like Carolina last two weeks ago in Atlanta. I took Carolina plus six in a contest. They lost by seven. It'll be the same crap this week. The Bengals will get five. They'll lose by six. Yeah, they'll get six. They'll lose by seven. It's a weird game. I lean with the Bengals, but I'm telling you, Cam, I just feel like it's a trap. Like it's, it's, it has a bad ending. There's going to be a bad ending to that game. Uh, The Dolphins are getting six and a half. Dolphins are getting six and a half right now to the Patriots. Dolphins are one of the teams that have competed with the Patriots. It's a little bit overrated. It's not like they own them or anything like that. They've just, they've competed with them a few times. Patriots are going to be pretty angry though. They're coming up back to back uh, losses, which is incredibly rare. I, you know, even though they're angry, it doesn't really change the fact that they're just sort of an average football team right now. This is massive. This game. Like this is as big as it gets for the Miami Dolphins. Like I know it's only it's early in the season. People don't realize this, but this is the quarter mark of the season right now. And if they're able to win this game, and they go to four and zero, and the New England Patriots are one and three, the division's all but over. Cam, like the Dolphins yes. would just basically need not a complete collapse. Like the Dolphins, look at it, Cam. The Dolphins go four and zero. The Dolphins go four and zero. They have twelve games left after. Um, you know they go six and six, they won ten games. They go seven and five, boom, they're at eleven. But the Dolphins are on the verge of doing something special if they can win this game. They lose this game, suddenly the Patriots are sort of right back exactly. in it, and exactly. you know, and then the Dolphins lose again. Next thing you know, you're three and two. Next thing you know, you're four and four. Things can change quickly. But this is a massive game, and normally, I'm listen. I've never been a big Dolphin backer. I'm a Bills fan. They're they're like our biggest rival. At least they used to be. But it's like a collective right now. I almost don't care who wins the damn division. Like, I'm a Bills fan, but whether it's the Jets, the Dolphins, or the Bills, I want to see the Patriots fall. You know what I mean? I do, too. Like, it doesn't yep. have to be like, oh, the Bills need to do it. No, 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 no. I don't care at this point. Somebody <laughs> like, do I the want damn to see job. the Patriots struggle. And, like, yeah, if the Dolphins win a division, it's good for them. Then then next year we can beat the Dolphins. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired of the Patriots. I hope the Dolphins are able to do this and really, really screw over Brady and Belichick and put them behind the eight ball. Well, this is when you got to do it. The Patriots are notorious slow
3: starters. You have them at the perfect time. You're playing great football. They look like junk in Detroit. Their offense looked anemic. Their defense has guys you don't even know about. The Detroit Lions earlier, if they didn't settle for field goals, they could have murdered them in the first quarter. They could have, they could have scored even way more points, Brent, You saw that. That was total domination. Give me the Dolphins, but you're, uh, you said it. Patriots are going to be angry.
2: What do I want? I I want want the Pats to lose. Lose. Yes, you do. Game Time Decisions, Ready to Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
5: 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Game time to teach great
2: Radio, Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am here with Redsy. Alongside the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Another show just flying by today on this uh, Tuesday. Uh, we should uh, be um, in master control tomorrow, throwing it down on Wednesday. Although, who really knows? Who knows, baby? It's, uh, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart didn't even know what city I was in yesterday. Our co-host doesn't even know where True. I am. True. Yeah, well, I- you're a man. You're a vagabond. I don't know what you are. He could
3: have been in Kitchener. You could have been. He could have been anywhere. It's just. It's like kind of like you know. Find Morenzi. I don't know. No clue. No <laughs> breadcrumbs. Who knows where you are? I'm a we'll see what happens. Of, uh, uh, yeah. Secret. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No. On Twitter, you tell people what you're doing. I just don't know. I I knew you. I knew you were around today when you're talking about the, uh, you know, the dolly and the using it as a skateboard and the, you know, the. The rental units and, and such, but uh, what time does the flight go out? Is it in the morning or is it late, late, late tonight?
2: <clears throat> no, it's uh, twelve twenty-five in the afternoon, which isn't that bad.
3: Okay, that's yeah, not bad. That's not bad yeah, we'll at see. all. We'll see. get
2: that. But you'll you'll have to be. You're on. A, you're. I'll warn you though, because I land at one fifty-one. Okay. Yep. Two o'clock. One fifty-one at LaGuardia. So I've got basically two hours to get, uh, get to the studio to, to do the show with you. Okay. So I should be able, it's not going to be a problem. The only thing is if the flight's delayed, right? That's that's yeah. the bitch. That's it's not the, so that's much. a problem. Like if I actually land at 151, it'll probably take me like 45 minutes, maybe an hour to get, like to, you know, to the studio in Manhattan from LaGuardia. So it shouldn't be that bad. But you like I said, normally I do the Newark uh, route. I'm mixing it up uh, this time at uh, LaGuardia. It was cheaper. Yeah, you
3: got to save some ducats, right? Then go head over to that uh, sports book, cash some tickets, get a little money in your pocket, and then uh, back to business. Then we got the Thursday nighter coming up, so yeah, not a lot of time. It's uh, it's good though, Gabe. You got a lot of things done while you're down here, get getting that record made, and then you polish it off later. So yeah, not cross another thing off the list. Looking at these uh, football games still, like another game that popped out, We were talking about the Dolphins getting six and a half uh big man i mentioned the eagles minus four seems low even if you don't want to lay the points i'll probably put that in, in a parlay i think they win that i'd
2: be game. careful with that one yeah you, you don't like that game say be careful i, I i'm not saying yeah. i love tennessee but Philadelphia's it's different cam once you're the super bowl champion everyone there's a target on your yeah. back
5: it's, it's not true. just
2: the eagles going to tennessee this week it's the defending super bowl champions going to Tennessee this week. Like, other teams practice harder. They're more focused. Yep, for sure. It's And Tennessee's got a little uh, confidence now after that big win last week. You know, two big wins in a row, actually. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, Tennessee are terrible. Well, they're 2-1. and one. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, what about Oakland and Cleveland? That's an interesting game. Oakland lane. Oakland I look forward to for watching this game. I look yeah. forward to watching this one. This is one of the ones that I want to see. So, you got Baker Mayfield, his first road start, his first start. Raiders are 0 3. Raiders are weird. Like, they haven't played horrible, the Raiders. Like, they've no, been they in haven't. every game, right? They've been in every game. I almost get the feeling, like, the Raiders have to win a game eventually, don't they? I mean, they Gruden's do. not going 0 16, and they're not playing terrible, but they're an old team. And I talked about this coming into the year. They're an old team, they're the oldest team in, in modern NFL history. And they always start games off strong. They're like a good first half bat, but yep. it's like they get tired and they wear up as the game goes on. Yep, every single game, you said it, Marenzi, you talked about the Denver game. They pissed that game away
3: late against Miami. They had a lead in that game, faded right down the stretch. It's true. It's like a horse that doesn't right uh, uh, race the right distance. You know what I mean? He's, he, he, he needs to go the distance. He
2: can't get there. He runs out of gas at the top of the stretch. Every yeah, it's not game like the Raiders like are, that. like, terrible. It's not like, all oh, you watch them and they're completely inept. It's like, no, no they're pretty no, they're good. they're all okay. the And then they just hit a wall mid-third quarter, and things go bad. It's like, oh, boy, here we go again. And, you know, Gruden's got to coach them to the finish line. Big game against – you know, this is a big game for – they're all big games this week. That's what I'm excited about this week's card. Like, the Cleveland Browns win this game, and they're in the mix. They're for real. Like, there's something different about this Browns team. May, Mayfield brings something special. It's, it's a agree. perfect spot for Mayfield to, you know, against the Raiders, and he came in at home. It's going to be tough for him. It's a tough game. It's a fun game. you got Seattle and Arizona. Yeah, Another one, I tend was. to think, <laughs> I think Seattle will get it done again. I was on Seattle last I week. I think they'll get it done again. Me too. I, you know, we, we have a difference of opinion on Arizona. Uh, they, they pulled Bradford.
3: You can't, you, the thing is, you can't put him back. So is, is, Rose, is Rosen ready to go? I don't care if it's Seattle at Arizona. And Arizona, another good point, Morenzi. They were up 14-0 in that. You saw that game against the Bears. These guys came out of the gate hot. I'm like, wow. And you talked about it. Too many points. Too many points. Chicago shouldn't be laying six and a half on the road. No, they shouldn't be. But since they got the 14, they didn't score another damn point for three quarters in that football game. You know? And the Bears slowly, methodically came back. You know, big pick by Bradford. They kicked the field goal. Hell, their kicker even missed a kick, too. And they still end up winning the game sixteen to fourteen because Arizona's offense can do shit. I'll tell you, I like Seattle too. If you don't like the three, I'll put them in. I'll put them in some parlays at minus one sixty-five, minus one seventy on the money line. So yeah, I, I just have no faith in the Cardinals doing anything offensively. I feel bad for David Johnson because he's a great player. That team doesn't know what the hell they're doing.
2: Somebody offered uh, to sell me some giant tickets the other day online. For this week, uh, to the to the Saints game, I didn't think I could go. I, I, I wanted to respond. I did it. Um, so if you're out there, I just realized the game's actually it's a late game, four thirty-five. Correct. It's Excuse when we. Me.
3: It's when me and the crew, uh, when you and uh, Parson, you guys are off at four, you can uh, motor on down to the stadium. I don't know how quick you can get there, but uh,
2: yeah, it should be a great game too. I think. Uh,
3: I, I'm kind of looking. If at I the left, Giants in if I game. left
2: at three, if I left at three thirty, I would make it. It's it's like twenty five minutes, thirty minutes train ride, you know. That's pretty 35 cool. Thirty five minutes, too... I think it is, from Manhattan. That's not they only bad have at the all. train. They only have the train directly to the stadium on game days. Like otherwise, it'd be a hell of a lot easier to get to that sports book, right? But they only have the yeah. train on game days. So when the Jets or Giants play, it's pretty cool. You just go to Penn Station at MSG there, and you get on the train, and you get off, and you're at the stadium. The only That's thing awesome. is, if you're drinking, which everybody is, yeah. There's no bathrooms on the train, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a it commuter in. train. <laughs> and
4: that hold was pretty it rough, in. like. Uh, Mike Gotta Florio admitted. Butter.
2: Florio admitted to uh, to going like in between the the like off the train in between the the cars. Oh yeah. I was gonna do it, but. I already got arrested pissing at a Bills uh, game. I didn't want to like be two for two. Good (laughs) point.
3: Yeah, you don't want yeah public year nation deuce. No, that's not no. That's uh, something you don't want on the card. What do you think about the Giants Saints game? What do you think? I like the Saints. uh, Yeah, you like the Saints minus three. Yeah. Yeah, I like what their offense did last week. Saints are a better
2: football team they
3: are they are a better football team than the Giants I like what the Giants did and uh, against the Texans though now they're at home getting three they played Jacksonville pretty tough it'll it'll be a tight game I, I don't think it's by any stretch of the imagination the Saints are gonna blow them out but they are better Drew Brees will probably find a way that's uh, it's that's tight tight game though it's a very very tough game I'm not sure but I don't have a definite opinion on that game yet what do you think 49ers and Chargers i'll pass. tell you like the chargers coming off a lot I, i'll pass but if i had to, like if i had to make a bet on the game i'll take the chargers to win that game by 11 plus the spreads 10 and a half right now i have no faith in the 49ers with bethard their injuries gabe are horrible like they're every single guy like they have injuries on both they on the lines with key key players Garoppolo out we've seen bethard before he's a train wreck and uh, philip rivers and the chargers coming off a loss to the Rams where they made some mistakes in that game. I think the Chargers blow them
2: out when, when that game by 17, but I don't like laying double digit numbers. No, I can't lay that number, especially there's always these, these unheralded quarterbacks. They come in and uh, they play well in the first game often. Like last week I took Tennessee. I I bet on Tennessee. I didn't want to do it. I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it. You know, it just, um, I give credit to Steel City Steve in Pittsburgh. He brought the game up to me, and I was like, I, I, the game was off the board most of the week, right? So yeah. I didn't really pay attention to it because it was off the board. So in my world, I was like, whatever. I'm not going to waste time on this game if it's off the board. I don't care. So when the game, you know, it popped up, I didn't really realize it was nine and a half because they thought Gabbert was going to play. And he did play, but he ended up getting hurt, right? Uh-huh. But then I came to the conclusion, I was like, man, Whatever. Gabbard's a professional quarterback. You know, should there be that much of a difference between Gabbard and Mariota? Like nine and a half points? It's a lot of points. So now I wonder, too, you know, Garoppolo's being graded like he's Tom Brady or something. Garoppolo's good, but you have to listen, it's tough, but you have to you have to say if the Shanahan's a smart guy. And if the San Francisco 49ers think that cj bethard can play then you have to sort of assume that he can run their offense right i mean shanahan wouldn't have him there if he couldn't yes i just don't know the thing is we've seen cj bethard
3: before gabe and he despite making a couple throws he looks like a guy that's totally not ready or doesn't have a we a also saw josh offense.
2: allen before who didn't look yeah. ready
3: uh, Josh Allen's playing with a chip on his shoulders, though. That was a I think that's personal stuff that you brought up before. He's sick and tired of being like, Oh, I'm the I'm the last ranked rookie quarterback. I can't do this. Oh, I'm gonna suck. I'm junk. Ramsey's saying this stuff about me. He just went into Minnesota and pl- played his ass off. He played a great game. Watching Bethard play last year, it's nothing to be proud of. I don't know what injuries, what guys are coming back for the Chargers. If they have any defensive players coming back, I think that's big for them. I just the think Chargers can kill him. That's the thing. Phillip Rivers, in the, it's more about the Chargers' offense to me against the Niners. The Niners it's essentially are real deep, a neutral field game, to... though.
2: It's a neutral yeah. field game. And uh-huh. 49er fans travel pretty well. There, There's yeah, a lot do. of Niner fans in California. So I imagine it'll be mostly Niner fans at the game, to be honest. Um, if it was Garoppolo, it would have been all Niner fans. But they already sure. have their tickets. I'm sure they already have their tickets. There are no Charger fans in LA. <laughs> like they're just Nope.
0: Fisher go aren't back any. to San like,
2: Diego. <laughs> like there's probably, you know. you know, that's it. There's a couple of thousand people that still like them from San Diego. You know, there's some people that don't, you know what I mean? Like I my boy Chris Edge that uh, you met, um, he hates them. Like he he hates the Chargers. And I get it. It was like me and the, the Expos became the Nationals. I didn't like the Nationals. I don't like the Nationals. Yep. Um, I have nothing against nationals now because it's you know it's, the time has passed, but exactly I don't like them. Like I don't cheer for them. I never no, pulled I... for. Oh, now now they're them. So I get it. It's a little different because San Diego and LA really aren't all that far. You know what I mean? It's like it's like an hour and fifteen minutes or something. So it's a little different. But people in LA just don't care, right? They there's not enough of them. So you got a few thousand Charger fans that drive up from San Diego. And there's probably like you know a thousand or two people in LA that go to the games just for because it's an NFL game. They got season tickets. It's a small stadium. It's actually a cool environment. It's basically like watching an NFL game in a CFL stadium. Like they're playing in the MLS stadium. It only hurts. Oh, it only holds thirty thousand people. That's awesome. Yeah, better good vibes for sure. Yeah, and so yeah, it's cool. You're you're up close and stuff, but it's 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 bad for the Chargers. Because the other teams, fans, just buy all the tickets. So it's kind of a neutral game. I don't really love that game for betting purposes. Kansas City, five point road favorites on Sunday night football. This is gonna be a fun one at Denver. Total is fifty-six. I don't know. I think we're looking at a pretty live home dog here with Denver. It's it takes a lot of balls to get in front of Mahomes right now, but Denver's defense is pretty good. It's a divisional game. Mahomes, as he's still young, going to Denver on a Sunday night. This is a tough spot, Cam. And I remember I remember uh, that poker player in the Grand who laughed at me on OTR when I picked Brock yeah. Osweiler and, and the Broncos to beat the Pats on a Sunday night when Landsberg asked what my one. bets were of the week. And I, I, I said, uh, Denver's a tough place to play on Sunday night. Broncos will beat the Patriots. Oh yeah, Not with Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember, there was a big comeback and uh, the Broncos won a game it. in overtime. I wouldn't be laying five points with the Chiefs on the road here. And listen, I lost on the Chiefs betting against the Chiefs last week. So maybe I'm dumb if I get in front of them again. But I'm leaning Denver as a home dog here. I want to take Denver as a home
3: dog. I'm going to look into this game a little bit more, Gabe. I look for a reason to take a home dog. Detroit was a great home dog on the Sunday night or against the Patriots. Chiefs, though, they've just been rolling with Mahomes. You said at Denver, that altitude, very tough, very tough environment. Denver coming off a loss to to the Ravens, too, in Baltimore, back at home. Yeah, how long is Mahomes' magic going to last? I can't pull the trigger with Denver yet. Five's an interesting number. We talk about dead numbers, five, five and a half. The Chiefs have been so... Their offense, though, uh, Gabe, it's so hard to stop. Like, I, I I, need to do more with that game. I'm not betting that game yet, and I want to take Denver, too. It's just... It could be a really good spot for the Broncos, but getting in front of that Chiefs offense, man, there's so many ways to beat you. They have so many guys. And the thing about Mahomes, too, in that game against San Francisco, every time, like, they got, a, they got off to that wicked lead, and he's coming back. The guy's escaping, making throws. Like, he was just doing... He's like a magician out there. I'm just like, I can't believe how good this guy's playing, but... Uh, Things can change in him. an environment
2: like Denver. Mm-hmm. I, have, um, I have him. I have him on one of my teams. Yeah, I got two, two out of three fantasy leagues. He's my quarterback, so he's been great. Man, I should have. I was going to do him on another one, too, and I didn't. I did Deshaun Watson instead, which is stupid. But, um, and I got Mahomes late, too. And, you know, my whole deal is when you're in multiple leagues, and I'm playing for like pretty big cash here, you know? Yep. Like, You know, I'm playing all in all. I'm in about ten thousand dollars worth of leagues, or actually you throw in the carton league like twenty thousand. So I you know, I was I'm hesitant. That's the problem when you play in multiple leagues. You like a player, but you're like, man, if I take this player on every team and he gets hurt, I'm screwed. And I guess with a quarterback, it's a little different though, because you can streamline quarterbacks, but you can I've done it before. Like I had David Johnson last year, Cam on two of my teams in three leagues and big leagues. I was screwed. Like you can't. I took David Johnson second overall. Like I couldn't replace him. Like I never. You can't replace a star running back. If if it's same thing. Last year, dude, I had David Johnson and Odell Beckham. <laughs> Those were my first two picks. Yeah. They were both hurt. <laughs> and exactly. I had Beckham on two teams as well. And so I learned my lesson this year. I was like, man, even though I really like these players, I can't take them. I can't take them on multiple leagues. I just can't. And you know, I got Jack Doyle of all people on like three teams, but. That's not the end of the world, but no, I wish I had homes on more.
3: It's not, yeah, yeah. Right now you do, but yeah, it's the same thing. And, and you talk about it from a fantasy perspective. It's the running back, and it always is a running back. Sure, you can find a guy, but he's never going to be a David Johnson. He's never going to be a you know a Gurley. That's the thing. I got gir- I I drafted Gurley on my team, so yeah, he goes down. I don't care if you have the handcuff to him. Like it's not, it's not going to be the same. The running back position is so vital. Um, Gabe, in the final game, though, I will tell you this. I'm already going to make this bet. I don't care if I get the hook at 3.5. I like Baltimore plus 3 against Pittsburgh already. I don't care if Pittsburgh won that game against Tampa Bay. There were still flaws. There were still chinks in the armor. Tampa Bay came back and with big chunks of yardage in that game. I, I lean Ravens in a rivalry game there. I'd li- uh, you-, you know I'm going to give my speech. Love to get more, but I'll take it at 3. I'll get
2: 3 points. I think the Ravens will be on my card, too. Baltimore... Um... Baltimore and Pittsburgh, it's basically a free tease. It's a free, it's like a free teaser. Like basically you just take whoever the underdog is on a teaser yep, in this the rivalry. Yeah. Rarely blowouts. We'll talk about that on the other side. We'll talk some fantasy football, baseball, best bets of the night and more. Lineup block live game time decisions coming up next.